welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is episode 47, how to use visualization to improve your life and make much better use of your smart mind. Well, hello, smart human. And happy 2023. After having taken stock of our lives in the last episode using the Wheel of Life, it is time to start looking forward to our fabulous futures. And today we're going to do that by diving into the fascinating topic of visualization. And this is actually a very potent tool when used in a proper manner it can help you access way more of that beautiful smart mind of you than you are currently using, which is so fun. And by the way, one of the reasons, again, that I love my job, because I get to help people access that. So cool. But first, I want you to think about the last time you felt completely and utterly confident. Maybe you were cooking your signature dish. Maybe you were playing your favorite sports or a computer game. Maybe you were creating a painting, giving a speech, fixing your car. It really doesn't matter what it was, as long as it was a situation in which you knew exactly what to do and how to do it. You felt supremely confident. There was zero effort to get it right. You were just doing what you needed to do. So take yourself back to that place. Where are you? What are you doing? What are you wearing? What do you hear, smell, see, taste? Really close your eyes and go there. You done it? Then congratulations, because you have just successfully visualized and probably even changed your brain a little bit. Hello, neuroplasticity through this simple act. Pretty cool, right? So visualization is something most of us can do quite naturally. It's actually something that we often engage in, sometimes through worrying and worst case scenarios, and sometimes through something which the Dutch call voorpret and the Germans for Freude, which means something like joy ahead of time, feeling great because you're thinking of something you're looking forward to, like a holiday, for example. And in fact, often the, the for Freude, the joy ahead of time, is at least as good as the thing itself because it doesn't involve real life shit like flight delays, lost luggage, etc. Now, knowing that, knowing that we already engage quite a lot in visualization, how Can we actually start using it to improve our brains and the quality of our lives? And how can we make sure we're using visualization in a way that actually works? That is what today's podcast is all about. You can use visualization to do so many things, including, but not limited to, improving a motor skill, solidifying a habit, optimizing performance, Increasing awareness on your current beliefs and drivers, manifesting your goals, your dreams and your desires, changing your perspective on something or someone, or even 
shifting into a completely new identity. And the best news is that it only takes a little dedicated time and focus every day. Don't even need to buy gear or outfits, right? You don't need to go to a gym. You just need to go into that little room in your head. Now, if you think this is all very woo, I have to correct you. This is all science, neuroscience to be more specific. You do not need to read The Secret or Think and Grow Rich or, you know, stuff like that. You just need to know how your brain works with input and how to use that knowledge to your advantage. So here's a bit of background on how and why visualization works so well for our brains. First of all, your brain does not know the difference between an imagined experience and an actual experience. As in, your brain body system reacts in the same way when you just imagine your favorite food or phobia, for example, as it does when it is actually there, right? You release the same hormones, the same physical processes are happening, etc. It's insane and also very cool. And you can actually practice, for example, lifting weights or playing the piano or feeling confident during a presentation by visualizing it. And then your your brain body system will be like, oh, this is what we do, and this is how we do it. So that's how you use visualization when you want to improve your performance or skill, right? And this is why so many athletes and performance performers practice visualization on a daily basis. But there's also science behind the sort of manifesting side of visualization. Our brain has something called a reticular activating system. And I'm going to refer to that as RAS for short. This is a network of neurons located in the brain stem that filters all the information that your brain picks up. And it's a very good thing you have it because otherwise you would already be completely insane from information overload. Imagine you're in a restaurant, for example. There's so many things going on, lots of smells, sounds, things to see, you know, people moving about, things to feel, maybe the tablecloth, the seat you're, you're sitting in, things to taste, etc., etc. right? If you would take in everything that your senses picked up and everything your introception picked up, it would just fry your brain. So instead, your RAS filters out for you what it deems important. And this is, in this case, probably the people you're with, what they're saying, right? The person serving you, the food and drinks on the table. But then when someone says your name, maybe even whispers it at the other end of the restaurant, hey, isn't that Coach Kramer? Then your ears immediately prick up and you consciously hear it. It's quite miraculous. And this is the RAS at work. It deems anything connected to you personally important enough to prioritize. So you are made aware of this specific utterance. And the great news is you can actually instruct your reticular activating system on what to look for by using visualization. You can kind of prime it to start noticing things that, for example, have to do with your important goals. 
In fact, if you spend a significant amount of time visualizing your goals or the changes you want to make, your RAS will start looking for things related to them and notify you of them when they appear. It's like this magical personal assistant. It's so cool. And this could be anything. It could be an article with exactly the information you need, a new connection that can help you move towards your goals, maybe something in the back of your closet, which is exactly what you need for your next step, and so on and so forth. So if you don't do this, if you don't tell your RS what you're looking for, it's going to be so much harder to find it, right? So I think this is what manifestation is all about. There's already stuff out there in the world that can help you achieve your goals, but you're not seeing it. You're not accessing it. And visualization actually primes you to do that. And another way I like to look at this is basically you're priming your brain for serendipity. Serendipity is the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or beneficial way. Basically, you're just getting luckier and luckier. Again, Your brain is already incredibly cool and you can use visualization to make even better use of it. Okay, so how does this work in practice? Should you immediately empty out your entire schedule and replace all your to-dos by to visualize? No, (laughs) not exactly, right? But you do want to carve out 10 to 20 minutes each day for visualization practice. It's a bit like meditation. The scientific proof that it is insanely helpful is so strong that pretty much anyone should give it a try. Okay, so it's very smart to visualize, but how do you visualize in a smart way, in a way that works best? Well, here is how you get optimal results. First of all, you want to make sure your mind and body are alert but relaxed. And you can do this by starting off with a short meditation and body scan, for example, right? Just big inhale, super long exhale, relaxing all the muscles in your body, right? And then maybe a quick body scan and then do your visualization. Second, when you start to visualize, you want to make it as vivid and specific as possible. Use all your senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you sense? What do you taste? What are you wearing? What do you see when you look around you? Really inhabit the situation you're visualizing. And third, our brain tends to make things more important if we attach emotional value to them. Again, neuroscience. So make sure to create emotions throughout your visualization whether it's calm, you know, relaxation, or things like excitement, focus, thrill, or moving through a whole range of those when appropriate. And four, if you're visualizing a goal, don't just visualize the end result. Also visualize yourself taking all the required steps towards it. This will set you up to take action rather than just stay passive, right? So, To make it super specific, my goal for this year, one of my goals, is to finish writing my book, a handbook for gifted adults, right? Managing the smart mind. And this is how I'm using visualization to help me. I visualize myself holding the published book 
and feeling incredibly proud and contented and thrilled and excited for all the possibility it holds for all the people it's going to help and for me, right? All the doors it's going to open. I visualize thousands of people buying the book and being helped by it. But I also visualize myself sitting down at my desk and doing the actual writing and editing, actually enjoying it, having clarity and focus and lots of great ideas. I also visualize finding the perfect editor and designer and collaborating with them in a fun and inspiring and fruitful way and co-creating a beautiful end result. And I visualize myself knowing the book is done, right? I visualize myself being ready to let it go into the world. So what I'm covering and achieving using these visualizations, in, it, in addition to priming my RAS to help me achieve success with my book, is the following. First of all, I generate lots of motivation, right, and drive to actually get it done. I am constantly building the belief that I am perfectly capable of finishing and publishing a book. I am creating a habit of writing and editing and actually loving it. I am setting the expectation that I will know exactly what to write and have great ideas. I am setting myself up for a successful collaboration with people I need help from to create the book. And I am priming myself to let go of my perfectionism. Right? So you'll notice that I have thought about obstacles that are between me and me finishing the book. And if you listen to the podcast episodes, on goal setting, this is actually what I talk about, right? This is an important component of goal setting, actually thinking, what is in between me and my goal? And then I use the visualizations to overcome those blocks, not by thinking, oh, I am not going to hire an editor I will or, or um, a designer I will then get into a fight with. <laughs> I will, I'm visualizing hiring the perfect editor and designer and having the perfect experience. And then my brain can let go of that worry. And also my RAS can start finding them, right? Start finding the clues in the world that will help me find them. And I can achieve all this, all this, this part of writing the book, setting myself up for success in, I don't know, 10 to 20 minutes a day. That's not bad, right? That's not such a hard ask. So, I'm guessing that after learning all this, you now can't wait to start using visualization to help you with all sorts of things. So where should you start? I want you to start small. If you've recently done the Wheel of Life workshop, you'll know in which areas of your life you want to make changes. And if you haven't, don't worry, I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to find it. So pick one of those changes you want to make, one of those goals, not more, for now, right? Then think how you can use visualization to support the change you desire in that area. What are the obstacles going to be? What do you need to visualize? What is going to support you all the way towards your goal? And then set aside 10 minutes in the morning and 10 in the evening and get to it. Do it every single day. And be patient. This stuff take time, takes time, right? Don't start mailing me if you haven't seen any improvement after seven days. Give it at least 30. But if you can do it for 30 days, I can pretty much guarantee that you will blow your own mind. 
So do it right now. Decide to get better at using visualization to achieve the changes in your life you desire and pick one thing you're going to work on. Set your alarm and get to it. Oh, and because you are a human with a smart mind, remember the genie in the bottle or the lamp that grants wishes? You probably thought when you first learned about this genie as a child, just like me, I'm just going to ask for an infinite amount of wishes as one of my wishes, right? Meta wishing, yay! <laughs> kind of hacked the whole genie thing. Well, you can do the same thing with visualization. You can meta visualize to up your game. Simply visualize yourself right now, sitting down for your first visualization practice, and then your second, and thoroughly enjoying it, and then doing it every morning and every evening, loving it, getting great results. That's it. That's how to make amazing use of your smart mind. Have a great week. Bye-bye. smart human, probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm-hmm.